This is Lawyer to Lawyer, the award-winning legal podcast with J. Craig Williams and Robert Ambrogi. West Coast meets East Coast, and yes, they are attorneys, bringing you the latest legal news and observations every week with the leading experts in the legal profession. Lawyer to Lawyer is sponsored by Law.com, produced right here on the Legal Talk Network. Welcome to Lawyer to Lawyer on the Legal Talk Network. We're glad you could listen today. I'm Craig Williams from sunny Southern California. I write a legal blog called May It Please the Court and have a book out called How to Get Sued. Well, my co-host, Bob Ambrosi, is joining us from Legal Tech New York today. For those of you who don't know about Legal Tech, it is the largest and most important legal technology event of the year. With conferences and trade shows in both New York and then in Los Angeles, Legal Tech is the number one resource for law firms and legal departments to get hands-on practical information for improving their law practice management. Legal Tech also gives you an in-depth look into what is hot in the world of tech. Today, Bob reports from Legal Tech. He's been at the conference sessions and walking the floors, checking out the latest in technology. He's in full geek mode. Well, he's going to fill us in on some of the things he's seen. So, Bob, take it away. Well, thanks, Craig. Uh, I'm down here in New York at Legal Tech 2009. Big crowds here, a lot of activity. Uh, What we've been doing is going around and talking to some of the people who are here. There's a a lot going on in terms of technology. We've talked to some of the vendors, some of the exhibitors, and some of the attendees, and uh, we're going to bring you some of that now. I'm standing at the outside the entrance to the exhibit hall at Legal Tech uh, in front of the Incisive Media booth. Incisive is, of course, the host of this show, and I'm talking to Jill Winwer, who is Vice President of Digital Media and uh, of Law.com. Jill, how's uh, Legal Tech doing for you this year? Having a great show this year. Very excited about the big attendance. All of our vendors are happy and people are busy and excited and we're kind of feeling no recession right now. So it's all good. A lot of bloggers here this year. Have uh, you done something to bring in bloggers this year? Well, actually, you did something, but uh, we helped a little bit. We offered a pass, a free pass to the event for bloggers who wanted to come and blog about the event. And with your help getting the word out, we've had about 50 people make requests, and a lot of them came to our bloggers' breakfast this morning. And I've seen lots of blogs about legal tech. We're gathering all that information together on the Legal Blog Watch, which, of course, you write for. And um, there was a great post yesterday with all of the information. So that's been really fun. What about Law.com? Anything new in the works for Law.com? Always have new things brewing. Um, The next new thing is that we're taking the Law.com Legal Technology Weekly email and the Law Technology News Monthly email, and we're combining those together to do a daily. So there will now be a daily news product that will go out, uh, most likely in every afternoon. If you're already registered for one of those newsletters, you'll get it automatically. And if not, in a couple of weeks, you should see a big sign-up on the um, on both pages to sign up for that newsletter. It's free. Well, very good. Thanks for talking to us, Jill. My pleasure. Jill Winwer of Incisive Media. We're at the Thomson Reuters booth here at Legal Tech in New York, and I'm talking to Preston McKenzie, who is Vice President of Client Development Services for Thomson Reuters. Uh, Preston, uh, welcome to Legal Tech New York. Thank you, Bob. Good to be here. Tell me a little bit about what it is that what your work is within Thomson Reuters. So we, I work primarily on the client development tools that are technology tools and information tools to help law firms improve their marketing and business development efforts. And who is it uh, primarily that you work with within a law firm? 
So we would work primarily with the chief marketing officer, the chief information officers, and the chief technology officers of the firm, as well as sometimes the marketing partners themselves. Are you introducing anything new here at uh, Legal Tech? We are, Bob. The real focus here at Legal Tech and for us in 2009 is on productivity. Our law firm clients are getting more pressure from their clients to be more productive, more efficient. And so we're taking that into account with our tools. We're introducing a host of unique product integrations that allow firms to take the best in breed capabilities of things like ContactNet, West Monitor Suite, Hubbard One Information Services, and blend them together either in a SharePoint environment or other portal environments to improve the productivity of their, of their people. It allows them to do more with less or at least more with the same. Well, that's always good. If our, any of our viewers want to find out more about this, what's the best way for them to do that? The best way would be go on to the website specifically for our client development tools, which is www.hubbardone.com. Well, thank you very much for your time. That's Preston McKenzie from Thomson Reuters. Thanks, Bob. I'm standing at the Kroll on Track booth with Michelle Lang, who is Director of Legal Technology for Kroll. Michelle is also the host of the ESI Report podcast on the Legal Talk Network. Michelle, tell us what Kroll on Track is. Tell us a little bit more about it. Sure. Kroll on Track provides e-discovery services in addition to paper discovery and audio discovery services. In addition to those services, we provide a whole range of consulting services. So information security, uh, ESI consulting, computer forensics, data investigation. We also, about a year ago, purchased a company called Trial Graphics, and they provide courtroom presentation and jury consulting services. So we're really a one one-stop shop for lawyers and litigation support folks, all the way from discovery through trial. So that's a range of services. Are you introducing anything new here at Legal Tech in New York? Yes. What we're really talking about is the newest release to our OnTrack InView online document review tool. Uh, OnTrack InView is an award-winning tool that allows lawyers to conduct document review in a hosted online tool. And we have a new early case assessment module, complete with some advanced visualizations, which is the industry buzzword. But really, it's just a series of charts and graphs and visual pictorials that allow lawyers to see relationships with data, who was talking to who, the timelines they were talking, and uh, what they were talking about. And one of the things I've been hearing lawyers talk about here is the, the different types of data and the uh, sometimes difficulty in mapping the relationships between information in those different types of data, e-discovery information. Does your tool uh, address that issue at all? Absolutely. These advanced visualizations are designed just to do that, um, providing um, some sort of visualization or a map of the data so that lawyers can quickly see what's going on in the data. And it really looks at all different types of data, whether it's emails, calendar items, Word documents, spreadsheets, PowerPoints, audio files, files contained in, in a foreign language. Well, thank you very much for talking to us today. That was Michelle Lang from Kroll on Track. I'm standing at the Merrill Corporation booth with Neil Oresti, who's the Senior Vice President for Merrill. Uh, Neil, uh, just to kick it off, I'd like to ask you to tell me a little bit about what Merrill Corporation is about. Well, you know, historically, Merrill Corporation is about financial print, but about 10 years ago, they started moving into the legal document space. And today, we have a full set of services running from forensic harvesting of electronically stored information to trial preparation, hosting, uh, and a whole slew of um, professional services where we have lawyers and other professional consultants helping our clients understand their obligations under the federal rules, under the discovery rules, compliance, and things like that. 
Yeah, I know you were intimately involved in the development of Lextranet, which is a, a product that you created and that Merrill uh, is now uh, the owner of, I guess. Can you tell me a little bit about Lextranet? Sure. Well, Lextranet is a um, you know case management litigation support system. Um, we sort of predate the era of document review, so we've always had uh, an attempt to provide a set of web services where a legal team could handle the whole life of a matter, from um, calendaring, docketing, through document review, transcript management, uh, and getting ready for trial, trial presentation capabilities. You're now the Director of Client Services for Merrill. Tell me what you're working on in that capacity. Well, I'm spending at least a third of my time um, doing continuing legal education programs and helping train a new cadre of um, professional service people inside Merrill so that we can actually go out and provide real consultative implementation. There's a tremendous need out there in the market, uh, in the legal market, uh, to help lawyers understand the digital world and to understand their obligations under the you know rule amendment changes. Uh, I, I regret to say that most lawyers still don't understand uh, uh, network operating systems and uh, file storage systems, and, or in a nutshell, ESI. And if our listeners would like to find out more about Merrill or any of your other work, where's a good place for them to do that? Well, you know, they should look us up on the web, www.merrillcorp.com. Thanks a lot for your time. All right. Thank you, Bob. It's Neil Aresti from Merrill Corporation. We are at the booth of Mimosa Systems, and I'm talking to Bill Tolson. Bill, what do you do at Mimosa? Yeah, I'm the uh, Director of Legal and Regulatory Solutions Marketing for Mimosa Systems. And what is Mimosa? Tell me a little bit about Mimosa Systems. Uh, Mimosa Systems is, is known for what we call a live content archive. We are able to capture data within a, an enterprise in real time and basically make it uh, indexable and usable to the end user as they go forward. And are you introducing anything new here at Legal Tech? Yeah, we actually introduced our new uh, retention classification engine. So we are now able to apply retention policies to data av as it flows through the system automatically. What's a good way for people who are watching this right now to find out more about Mimosa Systems? A uh, great way would be to go to our website, www.mimosasystems.com. All right, thank you very much. Thank you. We need to take a short break. When we return, we'll talk more with Bob Ambrosi at Legal Tech New York 2009. Imagine how much easier managing your practice would be if your practice management software was web-based. Your practice would be available anywhere you have an internet connection, completely secure, backed up continuously, and most importantly, easy to use, allowing you to spend your valuable time building your practice instead of managing technology. Start simplifying your practice today with Clio. Sign up for a free, fully functional 30-day trial at www.goclio.com. Use promotional code L2L for a 25% discount. When it comes to protecting your legal practice, how confident are you that your professional liability insurance provides the best possible coverage for the best possible price? At the Herbert H. Landy Insurance Agency, we know that law firms insured with us can answer yes on both counts. Visit our website at www.landy.com for a convenient online application or call us at 800-336-5422 for prompt and personal attention. 
Welcome back to Lawyer to Lawyer on the Legal Talk Network. My co-host Bob Ambrosi is coming to us from New York live. Bob? I'm standing outside one of the many exhibit halls here at Legal Tech, and I'm talking to Jack Newton, who is the president and CEO of Clio. Uh, Jack, tell us a little bit about what Clio is. Sure. Uh, Well, we're a web-based practice management tool, so we're a -a software-as-a-service tool that allows lawyers to practice all aspects of their practice uh, using a web browser on our secure site. So they're able to manage matters, clients, generate bills, track their time, and basically manage every aspect of their practice using using Clio. Tell me a little bit more about what you mean by software as a service. It's a term I'm hearing a lot this year, and uh, I'm not sure everybody understands what that means. Yeah, that's right. Well, we think 2009 will be the the year of software as a service, and what software as a service is is a completely new software distribution model where you don't need to buy a server, uh, install software, configure software, hire an IT guy, and do all the usual headaches associated with desktop software. All you need to do to get up and running with Clio is go to our website, which is goclio.com, sign up, enter a credit card for a free 30-day trial, and you're up and running with the software. There's nothing to install, nothing to configure, and it's so easy to use that we don't even need to offer training for our users. They just get up and running and are literally up and running within five minutes. So if it's all on your servers, do lawyers need to be concerned about security? Well. Security is definitely a concern both with in-house software and with hosted solutions like Clio. And we've made security one of our number one priorities right from the get-go with the development of Clio. So we have daily security audits done on our website. We have comprehensive security and lockdown procedures for our server farm. We do three backups a day to three different geographic locations. And we also have something really unique set up called a data escrow facility where we store our clients' data with a completely independent third party and they can retrieve that data from the third party um, even if Clio um, is is unavailable temporarily. So uh, we've done a lot on the security and availability front and we think that we've got a solution that is better than what most solo and small firms would be able to do in-house. Right. And last, uh, Jack, are you introducing anything new here at Legal Tech in New York? Yeah, actually, uh, we're releasing a really exciting new feature at, uh, at Legal Tech called Clio Client Connect. And this is the first tool that we've added to Clio that really leverages the fact that we're a web-based software. Um, it's a real game changer. And what it allows lawyers to do is collaborate with clients online uh, with the documents, um, with clients. They can send clients documents. They can collaborate on files. And they can even send uh, clients bills online and get those bills paid online. So it's a real um, innovative feature that allows solos and small firms to uh, leverage some of the same technology that large firms traditionally use. And it really helps level the playing field with the solos and small firms in big law. Jack, where are you on the web? Uh, We're at www.goclio.com. All right, Jack Newton, President and CEO of Clio, thank you very much for your time. Thanks a lot, Bob. I'm here now at the booth for Abby. I'm standing with Steve Kincaid, who's Vice President of Channels uh, for North America. Steve, uh, how's uh, Legal Tech New York doing for you so far? Uh, Legal Tech has been excellent. We've had uh, well over 200 people stop by our exhibit to talk about their business issues. Great. Steve, tell me a little bit about Abby. Uh, Abby's been around for approximately 20 years, and our focus is on optical character recognition. And really what that is, we're at the start of the process for, for law. So when they, when they get boxes and boxes and boxes of documents coming in, they use our technology to scan them, digitize them, so they can start using them productively in their law firm. So that's important in e-discovery, obviously. That's the start of it, absolutely. 
Uh, are you showing anything new or highlighting anything new here at Legal Tech? Well, one of the things I'd like to point out, there's a, a, a new partnership that we just launched yesterday. It's with a company called Workshare. Workshare is a global firm with over 11,000 implementations in law firms globally. And they're, they're incorporating our product called Recognition Server to make their product more appealing to the larger law firm. So now Workshare with Abby, powered by Abby, they can sell their solutions into every law firm on the planet. That's interesting. Now, uh, people watching this, where can they find more information about your product? At our website, www.abby.com. Well, thanks a lot. A pleasure to talk to you today. Thanks very much. Steve Kincaid from Abby. I'm at the Fujitsu booth now, and I'm talking to Doug Cripps, who's the sales manager in charge of ScanSnap. Doug, uh, how's uh, Legal Tech New York doing for you this year? Fantastic show, as it always is. Great show. Doug, what are you showing here this year? We're showing the ScanSnap. This is the model, the S510. Uh, we also do have the S300, which is a very small and even more mobile device, but I'm showing the 510. And, uh, the, the, the beauty of the ScanSnap products is it's just very easy to use. So uh, you, you take your documents, contracts, receipts, doesn't matter what they are exactly or necessarily, uh, load them into the feeder, push a button, scans both sides in a single pass, throws it right into a PDF, and that can be a searchable PDF so that you can go back and find those documents easily at a later date, or throw it into our organizer software and have some sort of a structure with your documents so that you can, take, you can email them to your clients, uh, scan them to print if you like, or scan them to Word or scan them to Excel or even PowerPoint. So just very, very easy device to use. Can you quickly show us how it works? So what we have here is we have three documents. doesn't matter what color, size, or shape they are. Some have information on both sides, some do not. You load them in the feeder, you push a button. If you can push a button, you can run the scan snap. It's scanning both sides. It's rotating the documents if they go in upside down. If they go in crooked, it'll actually de-skew them for me up to 45 degrees as well. The beauty is, is then it says, okay, now what do you want to do with those documents? A little window pops up on the screen, says, you've finished scanning. Where do you want to send those? I would easily send them to my organizing software and be done with it. Where can our people who are watching this video find out more about the products that you're offering here today? I, we have, uh, if, if, you, if you just go out on, uh, and search on Fujitsu ScanSnap, the S510, you'll find all kinds of information on it. You can also go to our website, which is uh, uh, fujitsu.com, and then go to the imaging group or the scanner group, and you'll find it there as well. Thanks a lot for taking the time to talk to us today. Thank you. Appreciate it. Doug Cripps from Fujitsu. I'm at the LexisNexis booth where I'm talking to John Lipsy, who is Vice President of Corporate Counsel Services for LexisNexis. John has been integrally involved in the development and launch of Martindale Hubble Connected, a professional networking site that Martindale is developing. John, welcome to uh, Legal Tech New York. Thanks, Bob. It's a pretty wild show. Lots going on here, so thank you. John, tell us more about, for people who are not familiar with Martindale Hubble Connected, tell us what it is. Sure. Uh, Martindale Hubble Connected is um, an online global professional network for lawyers. So think LinkedIn for lawyers, and that, that's at least a three-term description. But uh, it's, it's a site that we've determined lawyers are very interested in not only social networking, but uh, professional networking within their own profession, within our profession of law. And it's essentially a velvet-roped community where lawyers are joined, they're authenticated, uh, we identify them as being who they say they are, and then they can access robust features that allow them to find each other, connect, collaborate, communicate with each other in public, private, and semi-private forums. And how does this 
differ from LinkedIn? A lot of lawyers are on LinkedIn now. Why would they want to be on something like Martindale Hubble Connected? Sure. Well, kind of behind the scenes, one of the reasons is that lawyers have told us in our research and anecdotal discussions that they want a trusted site for lawyers as opposed to just being part of a uh, generic social network that lawyers can also join. They want a trusted site where if they're going to engage in substantive uh, conversations and discussions with others, they want that site to be validated and authenticated so they have a high level of degree of trust in the network. And that's something that Martindale Hubble can uniquely provide. And they also want functionality beyond what we call table stakes, beyond the core functionality that everybody knows about, discussion forums, relationship connections, that's that's specifically designed for, built for lawyers. And that's what Martindale Hubble Connected provides. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe Martindale Hubble is still in beta. Where are you now in the development and rollout of this? Sure. We started in beta in June with about 20 lawyers, and I think you're one of uh, very early members. Uh, We've grown to about 2,200 members in just about six months, and we're scheduled for launch uh, at the end of Q1. So at the end of March, we'll be launching officially. All right. We'll look forward to that. Where can people who are watching this find out more about Martindale Hubble Connected? Uh, www.martindale.com slash connected. John Lipsy, thanks. Pleasure to talk to you. Thanks, Bob. It's John Lipsy from LexisNexis. We're now inside the exhibit hall at Legal Tech where I'm talking to Andy Atkins, who, uh, besides being an old friend of mine, is the director of the Legal Technology Institute at the University of Florida. Andy, uh, how's Legal Tech uh, shaping up for you this year? Oh, well, you know, every year this is such a great show to come to. Uh, I really enjoy, you know, walking around, seeing the exhibits, uh, seeing my old friends. You know, there's some new stuff that's out here. There's a lot of e-discovery and a lot of people trying to figure out what is exactly e-discovery. Well, you know, that's one of the reasons why you come to shows like this. Have you seen anything that's uh, uh, new and intriguing this year? Um, You know, what's funny is, and you've been doing this as long as I have, is sometimes what's new and intriguing is not necessarily what's at the exhibitors. Talking with some people that are in the, sort of in the wings, developing products, uh, they'll talk with you, they'll talk with me about it, but they're not ready to talk publicly about it. And that's one of the beauties of being in this industry for so long, is people will be asking, you know, what do you think of this idea or that idea? But, you know, that's part of why we come here. Yeah. Where's that development happening? I mean, is this mostly in the discovery space, or are you seeing some other uh, products emerging out of other areas? Um, there's some e-discovery. I mean, you know, a lot of people are on the e-discovery bandwagon. I just talked with one of the managers of Legal Tech. He mentioned there's probably 65 70% of the exhibitors here are some sort of uh, e-discovery product or service. Uh, the people, Some of the other people I'm talking to behind the scenes, they're talking about document assembly, um, document analysis, uh, and getting into some fairly detailed uh, um, technologies that could be used towards uh, e-discovery. But, you know, they're not ready to announce a product yet because they're still trying to further develop those. Are you looking at all at how uh, e-discovery is beginning to integrate with the sort of the the broadening world of social media and uh, new media? Oh, yeah. I don't know. You, you, that's right. You were at Twitter, at the uh, Twitter uh, session yesterday, and that was an eye-opener. Um, and especially, uh, I'm sure you know Craig Ball. I mean, he's, he is the e-discovery guru. 
and he's sitting there throwing questions at the panelists about, you know, well, what about, you know, how long does this stuff stay online? Is it discoverable? What about copyright infringement? All of these types of things. And unfortunately, the law doesn't keep up with technology. So what you see happening here and the implications on how that affects lawyers in the long run, it's going to be a few years, but it's so cool to see all this new technology. And anything new at the Legal Technology Institute where you're working? What's going on there? We're still plugging along. Um, the, uh, as far as the economy, it really hasn't affected us. Uh, I do a lot of technology consulting with law firms and law departments around the country. And they're still calling. They still need help. And I think when you have an economic downturn, one of the things people are looking at is not necessarily purchasing new technology, but how can they either incorporate uh, or better learn what they already have, or are there other side products that they could be added on to their existing technology? So that's always keeping me busy. Well, Andy Atkins, thanks a lot for taking the time to talk to me. My pleasure. It's good to see you again, Bob. Good to see you. Andy Atkins. So that's it from Legal Tech. 2009 here in New York. Craig, back to you. Well, that about does it for Lawyer to Lawyer. Remember, you can check out all of our Lawyer to Lawyer shows at LegalTalkNetwork.com. And a very special thanks goes out to my co-host, Bob Ambrosi, for doing such a wonderful job in New York, and to the tech stars for being with us today. You'll be able to see the video of Bob's Walk Around Legal Tech New York next week right here on the Legal Talk Network. We'll be back then to discuss another great topic. We'll see you then. Thanks for listening to Lawyer to Lawyer with Robert Ambrogi and J. Craig Williams. Every week, a new legal topic that you won't want to miss. We hope you'll listen again and check out our other shows on the Legal Talk Network. Lawyer to Lawyer has been sponsored by Law.com. The Lunch Hour Legal Marketing Podcast, your resource for the tips and tactical advice you need to grow your business. Plus, keep up with the news and commentary you crave to stay one step ahead. It's hosted by me, Guy Sakalakis. And me, Conrad Song. Every other week, we break down the issues holding back your marketing strategy and talk about the changes you need to be prepared for. Check out the Lunch Hour Legal Marketing Podcast wherever you get your podcasts or on YouTube.